Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time. Fantasy. Take a special kind of man to wear an elf suit and by golly, I'm that man. All right. This is amazing. TSS fantasy. This is like an orgasm. If I had a cigarette, I'd smoke it. I'm pumped to be here. This is the show of shows. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time. How the fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason? <laughs> it's time. Well, I'm over sour cream, yeah. Right, that's because you have high cholesterol. <laughs> oh, that never seems to get old. That's I still right. use mayo. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah. Hot, hot shows, hot take, it's hot tamales, it's free agent time, and a lot of shit going on, guys, so we got a lot to get into. Let's get started with our introductions. Let's start with the oldies but goodies. Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Yes, hello, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming in, joining us on our hot show fun tonight. We got we got a brand new guest host. It's going to be fantastic. You can find me on Twitter at Penn Flanders, and please do not forget to go and check out our merchandise at tssfancy.com. We have mugs, we have hats, we got shirts, we got water bottles, we got everything. And of course, I'm always going to uh, start it off uh, power and strength to all of our uh, friends and family out in Ukraine. Indeed. Thank you for that, Nick. Good job. Way to start us off somberly as usual. Let's also welcome to the studio Fred the Jester Reyes. Hello, everybody. Good, well, good night. <laughs> uh, please follow me at TSS Jester. Uh, about 150 followers away, almost at 3,000. Let's hit the mark. TSS Fantasy, follow us. Ooh, sexy with the followers. Listen, speaking of sexy, this gentleman next to me, we got a new member of the TSS family. Me and Justin Herrera, actually, we host uh, the Belly Up Dynasty show on Sundays. Justin is very well, uh, I guess, represented with Belly Up, also writing for them as well. So let's welcome in to the TSS family, Justin Herrera. Welcome to the studio. Hey, that's the best damn introduction I've gotten since podcasting, man. Shit. <laughs> I need that on recording right there. <laughs> hey, it's a pleasure being with you boys. I've admired you guys from afar. I watch every episode since I've tuned in with you guys. Even caught the jester last week. I thought you were going to call uh, Ritter Riddler, and I was like, ooh, is this man plugging the Batman? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yes, indeed. You can expect those hijinks from the jester, indeed. All right, listen, like I said, we got a hot shot show tonight. Lots to get into. Let's start real quick. Also, as a reminder, don't forget, visit us, tssfantasy.com. 
all of our latest and greatest on there as well. So just make sure you check us out. We got links to the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. So make sure you check out all the great podcasts on there from wrestling mm-hmm. to racing. We got you covered. We got Belly Up TV. Hope you're watching us live right now. Um, as well, you can listen to us later on Burns Radio as well. You can make us part of your morning commute because we are the fantasy show of the people. The people. Listen, I got one thing before we start tonight, too. Before we get into the news, <clears throat> listen, I want to address something. Every time we seem to do a giveaway or something, it's like pulling teeth. Like, people don't want free stuff. I just don't understand. So I'm going to just bring this up to you and, you know, hopefully extend it to the family here as well. But we have a great sponsor right now at Pristine Auction. All you got to do is go sign up with Pristine Auction. Use the code BELLYUP. I got the banner up, so you can't see that. My bad. I'm sorry. Use the code word BELLY. My bad. Use the code word BELLY. Sign up. PristineAuction.com. You could win a signed Javonta Williams jersey. I mean, how cool is that? And listen, like I told you before, if Melvin Gordon leaves, Javonta Williams is going to be top five fantasy prospect. Get that while it's hot, ladies and gentlemen. It's free. Quit being lazy. All right. Listen. If, like you, I, uh, if you gave out a free tank of gas, you have a million followers. I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know something. I don't know what. What we got to do here? Speaking, of which, speaking of which, I paid 60 bucks for for three-quarter tank today. All right. The get off my lawn has already begun. Well, let's start with the news. All right, so we obviously have some breaking news today with Deshaun Watson. We're going to chill with that for a little bit because we do have our legal expert coming on later. So we're going to address that in a little bit. So we're going to get our weight going the way back machine. Let's go back way earlier in the week. Let's talk about uh, Nick's favorite subject, Aaron Rodgers. He now becoming the <laughs> highest paid player four years, $200 million deal. Wow. $153 million guaranteed but that actually will reduce his salary cap hit as well. Um, so it was a little more cap friendly um, for them. So the, before I begin with your all's thoughts, I have to say we are going to retire it because it's over. No more. Aaron Rodgers fantasy. The fantasy is over. Sad, sad, sad. Nick, we're going to start with you on this because I know he's your favorite guy. What's your thoughts on Aaron? Well, um, I was listening to one of the other shows today, and uh, one of the guests said it right. Uh, This better pan out for him because over the last season and and a half, he's bitched and moaned about every little thing, and they have capitulated to him. So now they better get it right. And then today, uh, doing doing some research, capitulating them. That means to succumb to. Okay, I, I was writing it down. <laughs> okay, thanks, Websters. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so uh, doing some research today to prepare for the show. They are forty four million dollars over the cap now. How are they going to get under the cap? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Aaron could restructure his deal. He wants to bring some guys in that that he wants to play with, uh, help him get over actually to 
actually get past the championship game so he's not home for Christmas like he is every year and bitch and moan about this and that. So um, it would be better. Yeah, he can take his money. I, I'm all for people taking their money. But don't complain when there's no money left over for people to bring in because you're sucking up three quarters of the pot. So uh, you better defer. Be be more like Tom. Okay? Be more like Tom. Defer. Bring players in that can win you rings. And then, you know, you, you might be a little happier and you can actually keep a fiancé. Okay? So – Wise words from Ned Flanders. I'm sure Aaron's writing every word down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure he is. Him and Pat McAfee. Fred, what's your thoughts, sir? And uh, the and the Packers in general. Does that put him in a good spot? Uh, no. No, it doesn't. I, I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is doing. He was been complaining about this, about them not doing what he wants or bringing in players or have more help. They really can't do it now unless they draft well. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, he should be like Tom Brady. Take a little bit less, bring some help in, let's win the Super Bowl. Because right now, realistically, he got one championship. That's it. All these years, he's not getting any younger. I don't see him winning another championship. Um, secondly, is I, we, they were also talking earlier, I watching the show too, how that was a total first-round waste of a draft pick on Jordan Love. I mean, he could have got help. They could have got him some help back then. You just wasted a full first-round draft pick. I mean, I, I don't see I, more, more power to him. He got his money. He got one championship. I don't think he gets any more. Hold on. Before you spit over to Justin, the reason why they had they had got down on their knees and begged Aaron Rodgers is because they they knew damn well that they done screwed up and Jordan Rodgers can't um, Jordan Love can't play. That's why. Or else they would have said, "Bye, Aaron. See you later." Sure. Fair point, Justin. What's your thoughts, sir? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. That was the bluff of the century right there, where Aaron absolutely called them out, and Jordan Love is just sitting there like, nah. Everybody, when everybody, when he came out, I remember everybody was like, oh, man, this is the next Mahomes. Like, he's coming from the small school. He's got a big arm. He's got some mobility behind it. And then Aaron Rodgers said, okay, let's play the kid for, like, one game in the regular season. Everybody was just like, oh, shit, we done fucked up. <laughs> but just to kind of play off a couple more points that you guys said, guys like David Bakhtiari and Aaron Jones have restructured their contract. Why can't Aaron Rodgers take some accountability? This man makes money from State Farm. This man is making money left and right from commercials. Take some damn accountability. There's a difference. There's actually six differences between you and Tom Brady. And it's because Tom said, fuck it. I want team players. I want guys on my team that are going to make my team better. And Aaron's just like, well, I'll just take this money bag over here. At the end of the day, Aaron's getting kicked out of the playoffs every single year at the either the NFC Championship or the Divisional Round, and it's because he's a selfish guy who kind of just puts himself in that same position every single year. And I'm pretty sure, written in his contract, he has to have Devontae Adams for the rest of his career. <laughs> well, at least he does have him for at least one more year anyway uh, with them tagging him. So, you know, and again, Aaron, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I think I think what the Packers need to do is just kind of readjust the offense a little bit. You're a cold-weather team. Readjust. You got A.J. Dillon. We talked about Thunder Thighs a million times. Readjust, pound the ball a little more, and then let Aaron make his plays when he needs to. But let's move on to another big quarterback move, Russell Wilson to the 
Commanders. I can't even get that out. Um, so here was the deal. They get Russell Broncos. Wilson. The Broncos. Broncos. Oh, the Broncos. Sorry, my bad. I'm I'm looking <laughs> I'm looking at the damn uh I'm looking at the last Wentz. notes here. So my bad. <laughs> yeah, so the Broncos. So Broncos get Russell Wilson. Um they get a fourth round pick this year. And the Broncos get, or excuse me, the other way around. They get Drew Luck, uh, Shelby Harris, defensive lineman, Noah Fant, two thousand this year's first round pick, second a uh, second round pick this year, and twenty three, and fifth round pick this year as well. Ooh, I don't know. That's a lot to bring in for Russell. Uh, but the Broncos are in a win-now state. Can't say I blame them. Um, you know, look at these teams that are perpetually trying to rebuild in the draft, and it just never happens. You got it. It's all depending on luck and situation. And look right now, fancy implications when we get to that. You know, look what it does to Port and Sutton, Jerry Judy, and the implications on Metcalf and, and Lockett. Um, you know, again, we talked about Javonta Williams a minute ago, how much that raises him with Melvin Gordon possibly leaving. So a lot of implications with this trade. Fred, we'll start with you on this one. Uh, who made out on this deal? Seattle. Seattle, man. I, I, I don't see Russell Wilson putting him over the top in that division. I don't see them beating Mahomes and, and Herbert and, and, and the L.A. I just don't see it. Um, Seattle Seattle had to do it anyway. I mean, they got fleeced by the Jets on their trade, so they need to get some of that dr- them draft picks back. Um uh, I don't. I don't. I, I think they get to the playoffs. The Broncos. I don't think they make it to the championship game. To be totally honest, and good for you, Seattle. I do want to say one thing before I pass up to Nick. Fuck you, Jamal Adams. You made fun of us and said you didn't want to be in a rebuild. And guess what? You're in a rebuild. <laughs> Sour grapes. It sounds like Justin. Your thoughts? Well, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky. In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kamish, you know one thing about me, and that is I'm an avid fucking 49ers fan so i am glad that he's out of my division go away go to the other west i'm so happy for him even though we gotta play him one more time like i said on my show i will definitely take playing him every four years from now on because that means i gotta see him at 37 and then we'll just have nick bosa take care of his old ass back then but as far as for who won this trade, I actually have to agree. I think Fred hit it on the, the head on the or hit it on the nail. When it comes down to it, Seattle has got picks now to go after Malik Willis. They've got players to fucking start building on with Noah Fant. They got DK Metcalf. A lot of people are saying Lockett's gonna be gone. Leave Lockett there. Malik, what's the one thing Malik Willis loves to do? Throw the deep ball. Lockett's boom. Metcalf's boom. You have an intermediate threat that can also go long and fant. I mean, this offense needs some offensive line. They can go address that in the offseason with uh, that opening with cap as far as, um, you know, Russ being gone. And shit, I mean, it's not as far away as people want to say it is. I mean, I think at this point, if they get a good quarterback in there, they could be right there with Arizona. So, yeah, yeah, indeed. This definitely elevates the Broncos um, big time, indeed. Nick, your thoughts? Okay, uh, I agree with both points, but I'm going to go against the grain a little bit here. 
Uh, I say Denver wins this wins this in the short run because because right now Russell is a plug and play. Right now they are a championship team ready to go. The only thing that was really holding them back the last couple of seasons was the fact that, that they don't have a quarterback. Now as as Justin and and Freddie were were speaking, um, Denver when they got Peyton Manning they signed to to a five year ninety six million dollar deal, and then. Of course, what did he do? He delivered them a a championship. Now, it remains to be seen what Seattle will do with those draft picks because because every, I mean every, everyone knows we're not they're not going to go into the season rolling with Drew Locke. I mean they're going to they're going to draft somebody. So again, what? Okay, so they're going to use those those picks as a potential future franchise pick. So we don't know yet. So I would say as of today. I say the Broncos won the deal because they got, a, like I said before, they got a plug and play quarterback that can deliver them to the championship. Even though he's a third ranked uh, quarterback in that division, that's going to be a tough division. You got to win at least twelve games to win to win that division, even to even make playoffs. So it's not going to be an easy road. Indeed. I think the theme going into next season um, in both conferences is going to be how is the West one? Because that's where it pretty much it's going to run through is what it seems like. All right, let's move on to the trade with the actual team I mentioned earlier, the Commanders. Carson Wentz traded to the Commanders. I mean, kind of like I I just don't know what to make of it. So uh, basically they're getting Carson Wentz, a seventh round pick this season. Um, the Colts get a second round pick this year and a seventh round pick this year. So, Justin, I'll go with you. Who do you think won in this trade? Oh, the Commanders definitely won that trade. Um, as far as why they kicked him out, supposedly it's locker room stuff. Uh, I mean, here's here's my thing. They had their locker room leader, Darius Leonard, come out and thank Carson Wentz and say, pound the table, saying what we're all saying. Five years, five different quarterbacks. What the fuck is going on? Like, we've got everything set up on defensive side. You have the best running back in the league. You have an up-and-comer at wide receiver. Let's go. Why are we playing this game? And now, with their lack of picks, they're kind of on a last resort situation where they might end up just giving a trade in the way that second-round pick to Jimmy or to San Francisco for Jimmy Garoppolo, which I'm not – I'm not convinced he's an upgrade. I'm not even convinced he's really on par with Carson Wentz. Is he a winner? Yes. Is he going to be a guy in fantasy football and take over Carson Wentz? Probably not. I like Carson, you know, better with the commanders. I think the weapons upgrade are upgraded there. I think that, you know, a lot of people don't see him as a, a check down guy, but Jonathan Taylor did have a significant amount of receiving yards and receptions last year. So I think Antonio Gibson benefits from this. Logan Thomas, when he gets back, is going to benefit from this. And definitely Terry McLaurin, if Wentz can turn Pittman and double his output from his rookie season, you know that Terry McLaurin can definitely eat in this offense. So, I think that the commanders definitely won this one. I mean, they swapped second round picks. And then I think the, the third round pick that um, the Colts got can be a second. If Wentz plays 70% of the season, which seems like it probably will happen. So yeah, that's my pick. I think the commanders definitely fleece this trade. All right. Well, Nick, let's go to you. I know you love this subject. What do you think won this trade? Screw Carson Wentz. He sucks ass. Uh, <laughs> dude, seriously, I I can't defend this guy anymore. 
the the problem with Car with Carson Wentz is between his ears. Okay, so it it came out this week. Uh, uh, I forget what article it was. I sorry, I forgot the website. He was bitching and moaning the fact when he was injured in 2017 that, that the Eagles were having all this success without him, and then supposedly they said a teammate, which was rumored to be Darren Sproles, got up in his face and basically said, "Shut the f up." Okay, so uh, Carson's a headache. Carson is a prima donna. He's a headache. He's been jettisoned from two teams because of his attitude and his play. And I put it on Twitter uh, their day. Washington Commanders is the place where NFL careers go to die. All right. So I don't think he's going to do very well. I don't think he's that much of an upgrade over Taylor Heineke. I really, really don't. And I wouldn't be even, I wouldn't be surprised. I honestly would not be surprised if he does not beat out Taylor Heineke to, to be their starter for week one. So in, so in my estimation, I think both teams lost. Both teams lost because the Colts, they traded, a, they traded their starting quarterback for no starting quarter, quarterback. They have nobody on their roster that can, that can start a game. Okay, uh, they got Sam Ellinger, who's unproven, and the and the number three guy. I don't know who it is, but it, it doesn't matter because he's a number three guy on the Colts. And again, Washington, they're such a defunct, dysfunctional organization. It doesn't matter who they have in there; it's they are poisoned from the top down. All right, so Nick is telling us how he really feels. Fred, who do you think won in this trade? Oh man, I don't know. Man, I'm gonna say the Colts because how how bad of a locker room presence he must be to have, like he said, the best running back, great receivers, uh, uh, awesome offensive line, and a decent defense, and be like, yo, let's get this guy out of here. Mm. Let's let just get him out of here, please. He could it be Jacksonville? Come on. <laughs> Right. Uh, but but I, but I'm saying he had everything in the world made for him in Indianapolis, and you couldn't do it. So I mean, I mean, you were protected. So I, I'm gonna say the Colts. I mean, I'm sure they'll get a starting quarterback in there. Maybe just a serviceable quarterback, a serviceable quarterback who don't throw a lot of interceptions. Maybe a Teddy Bridgewater. We'll go to that another later. Later, we'll do that later. Yeah, but, yeah, we're gonna, we're but, but he got a pick for it, and I think whoever comes into the Colts is gonna have a nice line, great running back, good receivers. It's gonna be tailor made. I just feel bad that once they shipped his ass off, like get the fuck out. Yeah. So um, just uh, my quick thoughts, like somebody else too, that, you know, kind of went on the wayside this year because of his injury, but, you know, could play a big factor next year too, is Curtis Samuel. If he comes back healthy, you got a Terry McLaurin, you already know he's nasty. Antonio Gibson, we know what he can do. You already have a pretty made well offense. If the defense shows up, does anything like we were expecting it to do last year, which, you know, didn't really show up at all. Um, you know, it could make you know, could make an interesting team next year, but we'll see. All right, real quick, because um, I want to get into the free agent stuff. I want to get – just give me real quick. I'm going to shout these out. Some players that got tagged, give me a smart or dumb for the team um, for tagging these guys. So I'll start with uh, Chris Godwin. Justin. Smart. Uh, that's Nick? a smart move. By the Bucks, you got to keep your main guys on there. Um, yeah, he, just, he's just the best route runner. Just looking, just looking for the smart or dumb. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Nick, smart or dumb? Smart. Fred? Smart. Smart. All right. Devonta Adams, I think we all say smart there. Obviously, we have, have, we to, have, have to. Have, have to. Have to now. That. All right. Let's go to Dalton Schultz. Justin, what do you think? 
Smart. Nick? Smart. Fred? Dalton Schultz, smart. All right. He's been coming on as of late. Uh, for <coughs> yeah. sure. How about Mike Williams, Justin? Oh, the contract? Uh, you know what? I actually think it was a smart move. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Nick? smart on that one. Nick? I lean towards smart. Fred? It's smart by very marginal. That twenty million a year is uh, pretty much for him. He only had one good year. <laughs> Off and on so much. Yeah. That's the uh, issue. Yeah. All right. Last one. <laughs> How about Mike Gusecki? Justin. This one rides the line. It's it, I would only say smart because the draft class is so goddamn terrible and I don't know where they get another one. Oh, uh, man. Can I just say the middle? The middle. We can go middle. We'll go middle of that. Yeah. It's not smart, but it's, it's – or it's, yeah, it's not really dumb, but it's not the smartest move they could have made for sure. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with some, <laughs> as in some, as in S-M-U-M-B. Uh, some. <laughs> Some. <laughs> Some. I, I got to We got to put that on recording. All right, for what smarter? <laughs> I'm gonna say smart. Uh, you need to to need something besides Jalen Waddle. So yeah, it's gonna be smart. Yeah, I'm gonna say dumb because I've seen Gasecki. You know, he's he's just he's a lot of <laughs> lot of flair and just not a lot of ump for me. I'm saying that was dumb personally. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to brought to you by our friends from the Scoreboard Addicts. Actually, was on their show this week doing Wrestle, Wrestle, I want to say WrestleMania, but WWE trivia. So that was a lot of fun. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, though, we'll be doing Fantasy Frenzy. Check that out in a sec. This is the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. Star Nick. TJ and the Rook. Our shows are for the average sports fan who likes drinking, talking sports, and talking shit. We cover all sports from the MLB to the NHL and everything in between, as well as review movies and discuss pop culture. Dude, he wouldn't be in the NFL if he couldn't play at this level. All right, you get this. Good day. I can't believe you just said it. that was the stupidest thing I've heard you say in weeks. All right, see, so he can never play at this level. That was I never heard. You're ruining the magic. That's a, it's just a, that's a really interesting point. Uh, we all know shady underground places that give massages and happy endings. And does it not seem to out of the realm of possibility? You? <laughs> it's embarrassing. I think fans are tired. Um, yeah, we put the clown show organization. Guess what, Joe? It is it's still a man's sport. This is still hockey. Step the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking. I don't know why, but he looked at me. I'm looking at you. He's looking at me. He goes. <laughs> He's trying to eat it real low key. Join us at BellyUp.tv on Tuesdays at 7:30 p.m. for our movie reviews, and on Saturdays at 7 p.m. for our standard sports talk show. Oh yeah. They got a great show indeed. Lots of fun and lo- lots of talking shit. Love that. Me. All right. Hey, we got a lose weight ad here along with TSS Fantasy. Look at that. <laughs> that 
All right. Hey, I promised it. We're going to talk about it. Basically, what we're going to do is play. It's kind of a little bit of a game, I guess. We're going to have. We're going to talk about some destinations for some of these free agents. Let Justin tell us who he thinks won the argument, so to speak. We'll kind of keep points, so to speak. So kind of a fun little way to look at some of these free agency going around. So let's begin Fantasy Frenzy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All right, so he's not a free agent, and we're going to, again, I did get an ETA. She will be in, so I'm definitely going to leave some time in for that. So we're going to talk about Deshaun. He does have a no-trade clause, but I do want to talk about him uh, and what some destinations he wants to be. Nick, we'll start with you with Deshaun. Give me a place you think would be great for him. Okay, um, I think a great place for him would be the Pittsburgh Steelers because I would, no, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because uh, they they got stability, they have a well respected coach. Okay, they have a, they have a very good off, offensive line. They got they got receiver. They, they got a dynamic running back. All right, and if they if if he goes to Pittsburgh, he's he's going to vault them automatically to the number one seed in the NFC North. That's why I I could have Miami. But you could have. You realistically, I am going to say Miami, and here goes why. They got the worst offensive line ever. That's great, but they're not the only competition they have. Really, with Deshaun Watson, would be the Buffalo Bills. I think they could overtake New England with Deshaun Watson. They have a nice young receiver. They just signed Gasecki, which I think he would definitely bring out the best in Gasecki. Uh, they don't have a terrible defense. Um, and I, I, I think with Deshaun Watson, Miami will give Buffalo a run for the division. Listen, I laid it out for y'all to play it out, and you still didn't do the right thing. It is Tampa Bay. There is no question about it. Warm weather, wants to come in the warm weather of Florida, and they're already many. got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, a great defense. Let's see if he comes in, if they keep Lenny Fournette. Lots of great options for Deshaun. Hello, Tampa, all day. What do you think, Justin? You know what? The best spot... I have to agree with Freddie on that one. It's going to be Miami. Miami's got the picks to go over there and grab him. And the money. he's got yeah, the money. And they've got the players to build around him. I mean, I like that. Pittsburgh, Nick, 
I like your your uh, commentary there, but you do not have the best offensive line. <laughs> I mean, the best. I, I, I said we have a very good offensive line. <laughs> better than Miami's. I'll tell you that much. Better than Miami. I should average. Just maybe average. I should have prefaced by letting you know. Anytime you hear this segment, Nick is always going to prefer a either a, a run to the Pittsburgh Steelers or a run to the Eagles. So that's going to be where he is. Where he, should, he should get on the phone I, with I Indianapolis now. Like, hey, what's tag, up? Right? <laughs> he he should call Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Lots of good, good landing spots for Deshaun, for sure. I forgot to mention this is, I forgot to mention this prior to us starting this. Let's talk about the quick cap space each team has. The top five teams, the Colts are number one, 69.8 million. Seahawks, number two, 49.9. Jets, 48.5. And number three, my America's team, Miami Dolphins, number four, 48 million. Jags at number five at 39.6. So my bad, forgot to start with that. All right, let's move on to another guy. How about Jameis Winston? We'll keep with the QBs. Um, Nick, or excuse me, Fred, let's start with you on this one. He goes back to the Saints. He has to go back to the Saints, man. He, uh, it, it only yeah. makes sense. He knows the system. Um, I mean, he knows the defensive coordinator already. It only makes sense for him to stay there as a bridge quarterback, drive somebody for the future, learn from Winston. All right, Nick, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, at, at this point, the only better option that New Orleans has is Deshaun Watson. So, uh, like, again, they're not going to go out and get – like, who are they going to get? Jimmy G, maybe trade for Kirk Cousins. No, no, there they got Winston. He's already in the build, building. Keep him there. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I do agree. However, just to make this not an agreeable show, let's, let me do something <laughs> else. How about the Colts? We were just talking about it. Good spot for him there. You know, I think it's already kind of ready-made kind of offense for him, quite frankly. Um, and I think, like I said, I think Frank Wright could do some work with him. So just to offset you guys a little bit, let's go with the Colts. Justin, your thoughts? My thoughts are, I think all y'all, actually, I think the Saints are the best ones, but I would love to see him go back to the Bucks just for the irony of that one. <laughs> Bruce Arians gets rid of him, then he gets rid of his guy to bring him back in. <laughs> I all right, well, that. thanks for nothing, Judge. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to uh, this guy I just wanted to bring up. This guy I wanted to bring up. Um, you know, I know we had, a, we had a ton of time, and we might just be moving this free agency uh, segment into next week too, but um, let's talk about Marcus Mariota. I just find him very – very interesting because you know he here he was behind David Carr who's kind of off and on when he came in for the Raiders though he played well um you know and again there's some teams that need quarterbacks right now so let's start let's go with Marcus Mariota Nick any thoughts on a place for him Publix <laughs> uh no I mean come on dude it's Marcus Mariota uh right right now there's not too many teams he could play for I'll just throw Seattle out there. Why not? Because if you can't beat out Drew Locke, you suck. I mean, come on. Seriously. Indeed. Indeed. Fred? Backup quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I have here. Why? Because the man's never played a full season. But Tua gets hurt, too. They're kind of the same. Cheap man, Tua. So, hey, when Tua gets hurt. Mariota can step in. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can, can Marcus throw to the left? That's it. 
Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? You know what? I, I, it's a good observation. I just want to. I want to make line up Jalen to the right. <laughs> right. I, I want to make this observation too. Ever since we went to that Dolphin game and you know held the flag on the field, Fred. Every time like we talk about a player, you bring him to Miami. I think you're a closet it's, it's Dolphin a, it's fan. A, it's a, a backup quarterback, I got, man. I think you're a closet Dolphin fan. Bro. You're I think crazy. That's what's going on right now? I started to warp you over to America's team. It's Mariota. Bro, all right. Let's bring up. Let's bring up the last of the quarterbacks, Jimmy G. Let's bring up Jimmy G. Let's bring up some good destinations for him. Fred, give me one. Uh, he wasn't on my list. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry uh, he's not on your list. Let's think on our uh, uh, but, but, just, but just real quick, there's only one place to go. Go to Indianapolis, man. I mean, you. you he always seems to pull off and and do above and beyond his what his talent level is, go to the ready-made offensive line, go to the wide receiver. you got a great running back. Find your way to Indianapolis. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, Nick? Uh, he Since he said Indy, I'm going to say Seattle because they don't have anybody. So <laughs> so go beat out uh, Locke and then play up there for a couple of years and then walk off into the sunset. How about a different place that no one's talking about? Just bring it up. How about the Cleveland Browns? Like, how about what has Baker Mayfield done lately? Um, you know, bring in a bring in a savvy vet like Jimmy G. You never know. All right, Justin, what do you think? To, to get rid of Baker, though, that's a problem. Justin, what do you think? As much as I would love to hand Jimmy G. and his problems off to Seattle, I think that I have to go once again with Freddie on this one because Indy is definitely the best fit for him. <laughs> and I don't think Baker's going anywhere for at least another year because Cleveland doesn't know anything about doing anything right. Teddy <laughs> <laughs> Bridgewater. Teddy, yeah, I, you know, I, the reason I didn't want to bring Teddy Bridgewater up is because I never believed in him, and I just didn't understand why anyone else did, quite frankly, especially in I fantasy. I see him but, in ahead, Tampa. Tampa. I see him a backup somewhere. He's definitely he going to be a backup. He could, he could be the Trent Dilfer off of the Bucks no, again. Don't make no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Great, great, solid team already. Just don't make any mistakes. No, That's it. No. Tampa no, Bay. No. Tampa Bay. All right, Nick. You got somebody for uh for Jimmy? Did you already say it, my man? He's well, in Seattle. Yeah, he's in Seattle. All right. Yeah. That's a, who do you who do you think? I thought it was Bridgewater. We're at Teddy Bridgewater. My bad. I forgot. You threw me oh, off. Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. What do you think of Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, I say either Miami or or Houston because I don't think first first of all I don't think if he I'll, all right so I'll, I'll just say Houston because I don't think Deshaun Watson wants to be there he's not gonna be there it doesn't matter who the coach is he doesn't vibe with the with the front office so I mean he's he's gonna be uh, a backup anywhere else except for there there's three other places that really don't have their quarterback situation cemented, and that's New Orleans, Minnesota, and Indy. And the reason why I say Minnesota is because Minnesota is looking to move off of Kirk Cousins. They just got to find the right partner to move off of him with. Indeed. All right, so I'm just going to move on because we're going to go to running backs because, like I said, I don't really believe in Teddy Bridgewater. Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Let's bring up Leonard Fournette, free agent, running back. You know, he's money when it matters in the playoffs, and we've had a few uh, – Fantasy feud questions or Jeopardy questions about Mr. Uh, Lenny Fournette. So, where else? What's a good destination for him, Fred? Stay. 
Stay with the Bucks. It's your job. You're 26. You have a lot of time. You kick Ronald Jones to the curb. It's your team. Stay with the Bucks. Don't be silly, man. Nick? I, I would say stay, but because he said, because uh, Frey said to stay, I'm going to say Buffalo. Now, and the reason why I say Buffalo is because if you pair him with Devin Singletary, uh, that's going uh, to alleviate the running attack off of Josh Allen. He can just worry, worry about dropping back and, and throwing. The only, the only issue is with, with Buffalo is that they're $6.6 million over the cap. But uh, according to their uh, GM, uh, Bill Bean, he – he can get under the cap w- within a couple weeks. So I think uh, they got a championship-made team. They just need a running game. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I put I wrote down the Ravens. I mean, kind of the same aspect as Buffalo. You know, they you know had a lot of injuries. I don't believe in J.K. Dobbins. I'm tired of hearing about him. Um, you know, somebody could take over the backfield for them, uh, put some pressure. Same thing we're talking about off Josh Allen. Same thing off Lamar. Kind of ease up the running a little bit for him. Um, make him a little best injury prone. So that would be my destination. Justin, what are your thoughts? Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Nick on this one. I think he's a perfect fit in Buffalo. He's playoff Lenny for a reason because he showed up in playoff games. That's what they need. They need somebody at the running back position to really show up. I'm going to go with Nick on this one. Playoff Lenny to Buffalo sounds great to me. I like it. I like it. How about Melvin Gordon? What do you guys think? Nick, what are your thoughts? Uh, I was I was looking over all of the uh, backfields in the NFL, and there's there is real, literally no worse than the Miami Dolphins. I think he should go to the Dolphins <laughs> because he can walk in, take over that job, take the heat off to uh, – and plus that, there's $63 million to spend. So they they got the money. What they should spend their money on is O line and the running back. They're they're pretty much good everywhere else. I mean, if they want to upgrade to quarterback, they can. But it doesn't matter who you have back there if you can't block for them. So they really got to solidify that offensive line, especially mm-hmm. that left tackle position. Yeah, I like that, Fred. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I have him going to Buffalo. So you guys said Fournette to Buffalo. I saw Melvin Gordon. He's exactly what they need. Last year, he played in 12 games, 716 rushing yards, but combined receiving and rushing touchdown, he had nine. So you can get rid of Singletary, get rid of the other guy, guy, whatever his name is, Zach and just Moss? have him. Uh, Zach Zach Moss. Moss. So <laughs> he, he can do it all. They don't use the running backs much, but with him, they could, you know, little flats. I think he'd be the perfect compliment. Yeah, I like it. Though. I like that a lot. But I did. I have to agree with Nick. I did write down America's team, the Miami Dolphins. When you have Duke Johnson coming off a retirement that nobody else wanted, running like Walter Payton out in the field, you got issues in the running game. So I definitely think they should go after Melvin Gordon. You got money to spend. Go damn spend it, Stephen. All right, what do you think, Justin? Uh, I'm going to go with you and Nick on this one. I think Miami is a perfect spot for Melvin Gordon. Obviously, he took half the touches this year and still was RB18. 900 yards rushing, you know, even more on the touchdown category. And he was a receiving back, too. I think he's a perfect fit for you guys. A definite upgrade over Miles Gaskin. Yeah, no, definite indeed. All right, we're going to um, we're gonna do one more guy because I want to leave enough time because we do want to dive into a few things here. And we got – we'll talk about – you know, free agency is going to be happening all next week, so we'll have lots of time to talk about these guys. But let's go to one last guy I want to talk about because I find him so interesting and he could be in a, def- a lot of different places. Cordell Patterson, like to me, mm-hmm. really stepped up this year as far as fantasy prospects too. Fred, 
Where do you see him? I didn't want to talk about this guy. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just stay with the Falcons. That's it. They made you what you are. Nobody else believed in you. Stay with Matt Ryan. Stay in that offense. That's what. That's what. That's what made you. But I want to say something. Now, forget it, guys. For those who started, you know, from TSS Fantasy, we we I remember Teddy, a friend of mine. He rem- he tells me all the time. He said, "Cause of y'all show, I picked up Cordell Patterson. He rode that all the way to championship. We was a little darling of us early." And you know, Mary Jane's in the in the green room t- talking about she bit him too. Not actually in the green room. All right, Nick, your thoughts, sir? Yeah, just there with Atlanta. I mean, like Freddie said, nobody else wanted him, and and that's where he got the shine. So that offense is built for him. So he should stay there. All right, well, pretty boring answer. Appreciate it. I actually put Arizona. We're talking about somebody who's innovative, loves to do stuff. King uh, Kingsbury loves to do different stuff with the offense. You have the absence possibly of Chase Edmonds. Uh, I would keep James Conner because we talk about that. Put in Cornell Patterson as your uh, other guy. I think that would be money where it matters. Justin, your final thoughts? Yes, sir. Go ahead, Fred. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to wait for Justin. Go ahead, Justin. Okay, Justin, go ahead, sir. You know what? I like all those – I think you're all winners on this one. To be honest, Coop, I really like that one. I haven't heard that Arizona take, but when you said it, I was like, yeah, that's actually a perfect match right there. You get him to come on a team discount, you can put him all over the field, and then you can rush him kind of like you had with uh, Chase Edmonds anyways and then bring back Connor to be your power back on the goal line. So I think each destination would have won on that one. Obviously, Atlanta made him and, you know, could, I mean, keep him going, I guess, fantasy-wise. But, uh, yeah. I mean, everybody wins on that one. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Chase Edmonds to the Dolphins. Ooh, I mean, Watch. like I said, there could be anyone, bro. Honestly, we'll it's gonna be Chase Edmonds. If Duke Johnson comes in looking like Walter Payton, bro, you have issues on the on the running back front. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for our sidebar because we're gonna talk about all things legal beagles that's going on in the NFL. But before that, we'll be serenaded by Dan Maynard's talking about ball. Roses are red, violets are blue, but don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. The number one product in this package is the Lawmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It even has a 4000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com today. Roses 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Oh, you can use some scissors. Nothing more exciting. <laughs> not nothing more exciting than listening to balls before I bring my wife on. All right, let's go. We're gonna start with our sidebar, and I guess we'll wait for Nick to come back. What happened? All right, so again, we had breaking news today with Deshaun Watson, and we want to bring in our legal expert, Mary Jane Cooper Esquire. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much. (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs) You are so welcome. All right, talk to us about what happened with Deshaun today. So um, in the state of Texas, uh, it's a little different in criminal procedure where when an information is filed or where a formal charges are brought, it has to be brought by an indictment and they do so with a grand jury. So they pick a grand jury and it's similar to like, if anybody's been called for jury duty, these people all come there and they sit and the prosecutor, or in that case, I believe they use district attorneys there. They will put on evidence. They will have people testify And um, the grand jury decides whether or not there's enough evidence to move forward um, with charges. And on all, there were 10 criminal counts. Um, Nine were argued. All nine were unsuccessful. They did not find that there was reasonable um, grounds to move forward, which is shocking because if you know anything about a grand, grand jury, I mean, usually indictments aren't. It's, it's usually kind of easy, in my opinion. It seems to be kind of a low bar. Um, so all nine, and then the prosecutor was like, I'm not even going to argue the 10th one. So that you know criminal complaint out the window, I think the NFL is going to move forward now. Obviously, they're going to start their investigation because, as everyone knows, Deshaun has invoked his right to remain silent with regard to criminal charges, which he has every right to do. So the NFL decided to respect that right and the ongoing criminal case and have left him alone, but they will start their inquiry into whether or not they feel as if he deserved a suspension or maybe last year's non-playing was suspension enough. Who knows? Um, And so that I will imagine will be starting very, very soon. 
Um, but that's really good news for Deshaun. And um, it also makes the civil case not look so good either. Yeah, we had talked about this, like I said, way back in the summer. She's brought up, you know, we brought up all the um, evidence that, you know, that we could find on it. It was just to me, as I said a long time ago, a lot of hearsay, quite frankly. And when you're talking about, you know, it seemed like it was a lot of mutual, a little bit of flirty back and forth and all that. So listen, when you play, play the piper, that's what you get burned sometimes. Um, any other thoughts, though, on Deshaun Watson? Do you think the NFL might suspend him or do you think that year will be enough? Personally, I think if there wasn't enough evidence for a grand jury, I... Not that I'm saying that the NFL's policy is going to be any more stringent um, or less stringent, but um, I've noticed that the policy with the NFL is less stringent than most things. So I, I think he could potentially suffer some kind of suspension just so that the NFL saves face um, because ultimately they didn't suspend him. They could have, but they didn't. Um, and they're going to need to take some kind of action or I think they might get some me too backlash or, you know, something like that. Um, but so I would not be surprised if they gave him a suspension, but like most of the DV type of cases, it's like four to six games. So I would probably say that if I were a betting person, it would probably be about four to six. All right. All right. So again, we'll, you know, we're going to revisit this, but I think the NFLPA would have a good case. As you mentioned, you know, he didn't play all last season, regardless if they didn't do it or not, he still was effectively suspended from the team. So um, anyway, so I think they would have a, maybe have a decent case. All right. Let's go on to the Calvin Ridley situation. We all heard about this this week being suspended for an entire year over making a bet. I mean, with the introduction of DraftKings and all this stuff, it seems very contradictory for the NFL to say, hey, a whole year, bro, a whole year. That's insane. Ray Rice beat his wife two games. I mean, we you have to be joking me right now. So um, anyway, wanted to get your thoughts on that. Do you think the uh, NFLPA would have any case to go against the NFL and get Calvin Ridley's suspension reduced? So as far as I know, with regard to the suspension, an appeal would be required to be filed within three days. That's their rule. I don't know if an appeal has been um, has been sent or has been filed in the case, um, but it would have had to have been filed already. Um, so, um, you know, I think it is extremely hypocritical. Um, that they haven't amended their gambling policy only because, I mean, if you were to look at the gambling policy that the NFL has, they can't bet on any sports. So not just NFL, they can't bet on major league baseball. They can't bet on soccer and they have no, they have no dog in that fight. Oh, but they can bet on dog racing and on horse racing, which I think was kind of weird, but it's, it is kind of strange that they profited some, 270 million, I believe it was, just from their affiliations with DraftKings and Caesars and um, one other organization I can't think of right now. But, you know, because the 2018 policy, which is the last policy, which is still in effect, uh, says no owners, no one. So how is it that the NFL itself can be so hypocritical and take a profit like that 
but still prohibit players. Now, I will say, if you're a rules person, this is a rule. Everybody knows this rule. I think it's ridiculous, and I agree with you, but the rule is the rule, right? I mean, it is a rule. You sign your contract. You are given that rule. You are explicitly told. And yes, he was out, but he was still be, he was still being paid. You know what I mean? And so if you are told that you can't go into your job wearing jeans on a Tuesday, if you wear jeans on a Tuesday, you know you're going to get in trouble. So, I mean, if you are aware that that's a rule and you don't follow it, it doesn't matter, right? You still violated a rule that you knew. I mean, so I guess that's my take on it. Yeah. I do think it's hypocritical, though, and I do think they need to amend their policy since it was last written in 2018. It's insanely hypocritical. And um, listen, I've heard all the talking pundits. Um, if Nick was here, not disconnected, he would be that guy. He would tell you that, hey, it's the rules. And, you know, that's actually a very valid point. Didn't think of it that way. Jeans on the Tuesday is a good analogy. Um, my thing, though, is, this guy has no influence on the game. He's not even playing. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's against his team. Yeah, that's because they sucked. That ain't got nothing to do with him influencing the game. The Atlanta Falcons suck. So, of course, he bet against them. Hello? That just, it has nothing to do with him calling them up and be like, hey, make sure you suck this week. Um, so, anyway, just think it's insanely hypocritical. And I want to tie this in real quick with the Flores situation. Um, it's it's funny to me how Flores comes out with all these insane accusations about throwing games, no suspensions laid out, but Calvin Ridley makes a bet on a parlay. Uh, again, just doesn't make sense to me. What's the latest on the Flores situation? Too? Well, actually, just to kind of go off what you were saying, it's funny because actually part of the gambling policy is that you cannot obviously tank games. <laughs> it's one of the enumerated um, rules as part of the gambling policy. Um, you can't do that, obviously. Um, so I think that that will be interesting. I will be interested to see how this plays out. However... As we know, when we previously discussed the concussions and those settlements, I, I told you anybody involved with the NFL, they sign an arbitration agreement, right? Remember your credit card. When you sign up for your credit card, you agree to an arbitration clause. And that means that you can't just take something to court. You have to deal with an arbitration. So arbitration ultimately is like a secret it's like a secret meeting between lawyers where it's like a secret meeting between lawyers. That's it's not public. It's behind closed doors. So it's not regulated. And often the little guy loses often, you know, it's, it, it's pretty well known for being pro the person who drafted that contract and put the freaking arbitration clause in, in it in the first place. Right. So I know the NFL already said there's an arbitration clause. We'll be seeking arbitration. And um, Flores right now is arguing that because this is racial discrimination, that he believes that the NFL should um, allow him to waive the arbitration and take it to court. And I personally think based on Goodell's, stance on things lately. I think that 
this is actually going to be very interesting. I think he might go for it because he's all about right now in the public eye transparency. And, you know, they have this whole push for, um, you know, for making sure that all races are, are respected. I think he might, because he's being intentionally called out on it, I think it's possible that Roger Goodell might say, okay, we'll waive the arbitration clause and I'll allow it to move forward. But I mean, maybe that's just wishful thinking on my part because you also know Roger Goodell doesn't want to, you know, sully his name or anything like that. So it it's possible he's going to try to keep that behind some closed doors. Mm, yeah. So that's man, all really interesting stuff. Guys, any, any questions for Mary Jane regarding any of these legal situations nick we'll start with you sir no i no she she said it i mean you people confuse uh the workplace rules with the law and it it may be a stupid rule like like she says no jeans on tuesday is it stupid yeah but when you when you when you agree to the job and you take the job you must abide by all the rules stupid or otherwise they they have signs in the NFL locker rooms, no, no gambling. It's as plain as day. He was just being a dumbass because he signed his name and he and he used his phone and they got his IP address. What a moron! He deserves to be fought, uh, suspended just for that. Yeah. yeah, I told you that was going to be next take, Fred. How about you? Anything? <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't get suspended for a year for sitting on your couch doing yeah, a parlay. A that, that, that's just ridiculous. Um, it, it, you know, listen, you have to go back and revisit the rules that you set aside, just like they did with the marijuana law. We're not going to test for marijuana no more. You know why? Because it's dumb. It's a it, it, people. It, it, you got to go with the times. Now, if, if if you're all about promoting Caesars on every freaking commercial sports book. And you on DraftKings everywhere. You have to revisit it. You want to make an example of him? Two, three, maybe four games. Not the whole season. That's just ridiculous. Uh, go ahead, Nick, real quick. For Justin, let Justin close us out. Okay. The reason is because you can directly influence games by your affiliation with other players on other teams. Whoop, whoop, no, whoop, no, whoop. No. Get the he fuck was out of here with that shit. I wish I had it. You know what? What is this? The Phoenix Rose? The most important thing is he didn't win. He didn't win these bets. Right? <laughs> he lost. All right, so, Justin, we got we got quick seconds here. Go ahead, close the side. First off, five. Nick, what is this? The Pete, Pete Rose. Rose? What is this? The Pete Rose rule, where he's the manager of the team that's throwing the games. <laughs> no, get out of here! Get out of here with that. Apples and oranges. Plus, I was just reading an article that most of the games that he bet on, he was actually betting for the Falcons to win. Yep, so, yep, there yep. you go. He, out of that three and or four wins, he, <laughs> the, the last thing I want to say is. You hit on it before, Coop. I mean, they had evidence of Ray White Rice beating his wife in an elevator, and they gave the man two years. Obviously, the NFL shunned him, period. But, you know, Kareem Hunt got four years for throwing something at a woman in a hallway of a hotel, all this type of stuff. Where are these suspensions coming from? A whole year for Calvin Ridley is crazy. Deshaun Watson, if there's no evidence to stick – I don't even think he should really get suspended, but that's obviously not something that I should be determining. But for the NFL-wise, I don't get where they get this because they have evidence and they give it to him for like two, four games. But then it's just like, oh, Calvin Ridley bet on a couple games for his team or, you know, 
put some wagers on in 17 games. Craziness. Wow. All right. Well, we got to go. Nine <laughs> seconds left. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. We're out. We're on a mission. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 